All right, here we go. Eleven minutes later. All right, pause real quick because something happened in the audio, and it, I think it's only recording my voice. Let me stop this. All right, let's try again. Check, check. It has been a nightmare. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it's, it's like, as much as I love the digital being aspect of it, and I can see why everybody switched 10 years ago, mm. to make the switch is difficult. There's so much, you know, bugs to work out. Yeah. Well, so. it recorded all of that after, re, after restarting Audacity. So right. looks like we're good now. All right. May continue. Okay. But the one that I really wanted to talk about was best animated feature film. You know what one, Harley? Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, sir. Which is a perfect segue because I just rewatched it today. Right on. Because I took the kids, Reggie wasn't feeling so well, so he was kind of dozing off towards mm. the end of the movie. So rewatched it. Yeah. A little sunflower action. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. I love how he's playing it. He starts singing it in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that one won uh, Bob Perschietti, Peter Ramsey, Rodney Rothman, Phil Lord, and Christopher Miller. So, if you remember the last two names they've been working on, you know, the first Lego movie. Uh, I believe they did, like, the 21 Jump Street and just um, something else. I'm trying to remember. But they've been they're a really good comedy duo, them two together. But. Yeah. Other people that worked on it, just an amazing, you know, if you guys remember my favorite movie of 2018, mm-hmm. just the, just the, what it accomplished just, um, story-wise, which is amazing. Anyone can be Spider-Man. I love that. Um, kids can look up to that character. Like the, one of the directors said in his thank you speech was like, Hey, if you, you know, see yourself, or if you look at the screen, you see like someone that looks like you or someone speaking Spanish like you, they've done their part. Which I thought was an amazing thing for him to say, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah, the animation is top notch, man. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful looking movie, and the action is awesome. It's fast paced. The humor is is out of control, man. It's just so good. And um, so rewatching it again, I'm like, yeah, man, this still motherfucking holds up, man. I love it. The only downside was like, fuck, I would have loved to have seen this with Tony in the theater. Mm. He would have. Just, I, I can just tell you, he was chuckling right? the whole entire time, man. Yeah. Um, like when you said it too, you were just like laughing the yeah. whole time, and I'm yeah. like, "Yep, I, I can totally tell, man." Um, just and the little, just more nuances. I kept, you know, I kept watching and seeing more and more. Was just like <laughs> so great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, from this, I just forgot the scene where his uncle's talking to him, and you know, just put the hand on the shoulder and say, "Hey," you know, hey. little things like that. It was just great. And then, I noticed. Like, uh-huh. I noticed that because I watched it tonight because I saw that you rewatched it. I was like, "Fuck it, I gotta rewatch it." Ah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very cool. The, in the scene in the beginning when he doesn't know how to use his, like he, he's just got his powers and he's yeah. falling down and he goes ah and the word ah is like between <sighs> buildings. Later yes. on, when he figures out his powers, it's uh-huh. the exact same shot going woo going up. Like the exact same shot. I was like, that's cool. That is incredible. Yeah. Little things that like that. That is fucking cool. Yeah. Little things. I love spotting the little things on the second and third uh-huh. round twos. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then like um, when all the craziness is happening towards the end, you know, there's a fucking anvil falling down, uh-huh. you know? And if you've, you know, if you watch cartoons today and you, you just, you know, you know, you don't know what an anvil does. 
I still don't know what an anvil does, <laughs> but in a cartoon form, I know exactly what it does. It's land on something's head. Exactly. <laughs> so when it fucking falls, like, because you're into the movie, you're into the scene, and you're, you're totally wrapped into it, and then you just get kicked in the face by with some fucking comedy gold mm-hmm. with a fucking anvil falling. You're like, oh, shit. That's genius. Like, that's hilarious. That's, that's, yeah. um, the, the t- When they're both... Um, like flip, flip, and release, flip, yep. flip, and release, and it's just so fluid. Them doing it, you know, he's like when you get to the tail end of it, release. And if you play the Spider-Man game, you know exactly what they're talking mm-hmm. about. You get that feel, and then just the free fall of them jumping in the air and falling, and oh, dude, it's just amazing. Like I, I could, I could catch like Amy, like look, she was on her phone, and then she'd hear something and look over and then laugh and giggle. You know, wouldn't watch it, but still, she can, she was kind of know what's going on. Um, even like if someone that's not watching can get the humor from it just from hearing in the background, you know, which is pretty amazing. Like she's like, she loved that scene with the dad giving him a hard time when he drops him off at school <laughs> trailer, you know, um, which is great. You know, I forgot how funny it is when he's talking to him as miles at the end, he's got that voice. It's, it fucking cracked me up, man. Again. Um, yeah, dude, this movie's a Slater at first watch. It was a Slater watch it again. It's a Slater. Movie. The rewatchability is completely is 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 high. It's like as high as like the sticker he places that his dad will never see. Love it. Yeah, that that's later for me. That I mean, was a fucking movie. It's it's an amazing movie. I feel like I really have to watch this fucking movie. <laughs> I'm surprised you still have it. Uh, you know, I mean, oh, so, you have the kids there watching, man. You'll have a fucking great time. Is it is it a has it been released on Blu-ray yet? Uh, the March 25th, I think. Oh, okay. Something like that. It's available for download 25th of February and then a month later for Blue. Oh, okay. So I can check it out tomorrow. Or something like that, yeah. Word. Right on. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Film. Right on. That's funny you played that song, Tony, because on Twitter they had announced that they were dropping like a seven-inch uh, vinyl single for Sunflower, and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta no, man. have it." Like, there was Kids there was that song. Uh, I gotta get it. There was a like a couple months ago, or I guess not, maybe a month ago. I was like, I think we came home a little a little buzzed from somewhere, and uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I have that. I have that Spider Man song in my head." Like, I don't, I don't know uh, what it is, and so like somehow this? I got Google to find it. By by me imitating him going, and I like Google figured it out. I was like, "You have to fucking be kidding me!" (laughs) It was great. It was amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. You just hummed it. Yeah, I just like go the song. I was like that Spider Man song that goes like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh," and and it and it found it. What the fuck, dude? I was like, yeah. Oh yes, sir, Mister Vienna. No problem. I got it right now. <laughs> Let me cue that up for you. The database, man. You got your own fucking, fucking Google, man. I swear to God, <laughs> that is yeah. that's impressive. Yeah. Um. What else did I get once? I was like, I was like, Google, play that song from from um, and I was like, uh, Beetlejuice, and then I got it. It got Which the song one, that I, I wanted, Which and I was one? like, and then I was like, oh, okay, okay. Play the song from Beetlejuice that's not from the end, and it oh, got the uh, the one where they're dancing in the middle, like when uh, when he's got the with, with the, the hammers, cocktails in the hand. Yes, in the, the cocktail song. I was like, this is fucking amazing. What the fuck, dude? Okay, yeah. next time, 
go, go up to it and fucking fart on it and ask it to pick up that song. <laughs> well, that's see what song. See if it. <laughs> hey, hey, Google, play that song from that movie. Go, just bust a fat one. Let's see what it does. That's Harley after he ate Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to play sounds of Harley eating cereal. Exactly. Drum, drum, drum. That is incredible. But it was that it was amazing. Incredible. It was amazing that it found it found. You're song. like so specific because, like I say, see when you when you said it, I automatically brought up the fact of okay, which two? But there's two very prominent songs from the movie, right you know? from Beetlejuice exactly. And I was like, yeah, that's the one. But I was like, because Laney and I were talking about a song. Isn't it the same song they played at the end though? It's not. It's not. No, it's not. Huh? No, you're right. It's, it's not. different it's songs. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Laney and I were talking about something. And I was like, oh, that's that song from Beetlejuice. And I said, play that song from Beetlejuice. And it played the one at the end. And I was like, uh-huh. Google, good job. Because that's because Laney's like, there's no way it's going to play the right song. Yeah. Um, and we were like, yeah, that's it. And I was like, no, that's not it. We were confused. And I said, play the other one. And it got it. I was like, this motherfucker, man. Yeah. Is it uh, the Taliban? Mm-hmm. Um, Driving me bananas. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, now we got. Oh, dude, that's the Patriots. <laughs> 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 Jackass to sing that song. Yeah, I know how you not played it already. In the background. Right. Oh, shit, fucking name. I don't know what to search on YouTube. I was like, <laughs> oh, see, you, you, you need Google now, huh? <laughs> where are you, where hey, you at? Look up this song, Beetlejuice <laughs> song. I bet you if you type in, hey, you found uh, Trick Love to Kids. Oh, I'm sure you man. can do it. I'm looking up. He wrote. He literally Tr- wrote "Trick Love to Kids" on YouTube and found it. Uh, jump in the line. See? Yeah. Right. So that's the one at the end, and then the the Deo is from the from the. It's cute, Deo. That's it. Yeah. I'm doing dancing right now. Something wrong with you. <laughs> Catch a tune for now, sure. How long did you play the song? Because I know Elaine's pretty quick to fucking shoot down some music. Nah, She'll no, like... we were... <laughs> yeah, she is. She is pretty pretty quick to just snipe it right out of the air. She it reminds like... me when we were hanging out at a That's what I'm Tony's saying, sister's dude. house and we were playing like Deep House. She's like, this is some bullshit. Turn this off. <laughs> yeah, you play some song. Elaine walks by. Google, yeah. shut that shit off now. You're like, okay. <laughs> Boom. Uh, she's like, Google, thumbs down. <laughs> oh, is that what you say? <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, I've noted that you don't delete, like this. Delete. Yeah. Laney hates every music except one genre of music. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's pretty yeah, impressive. Good shit, God though. Damn. Now, see, now I want to I play a game now, see if we can get another one. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's pretty fun. Have a, have a couple of drinks and try to get Google to guess what's on your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact but, that you hummed it, it fucking played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm sure other people probably did the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah but just... But the fact that any Google kind of nice any pop culture, anything that's you know relevant in today's day and age of pop, you know where there's tens of thousands or millions of people wanting that? to. But the, what about that one rap song where it just says the n word over and over again? Like, would it, <laughs> like, would it do that one? I saw something funny. It was a uh... song that like says. <laughs> oh, you mean this song? And you're in your car talking to your car, and the with the windows down, and the neighbor looks at you. Yeah. Uh, I saw this funny uh, meme. It was uh, your boy Takashi Takeshi six one six one nine, and he was Takashi snitch. So he snitches right he to snitching left and right, bro. He's snitching left and right. So I I hear it goes uh, Takashi six one nine is under protective custody. Six one nine, like he's from San Diego. 
Is that what he has tattooed on his no, face? Six nine. Oh, six <laughs> nine. Six one nine. Six one nine. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, because he's from back east, right? Isn't he from like uh, Bushwick or some shit? Anyways, well, the meanwhile, so, let me guess, like he's going to fucking uh, protective service. Yeah, he goes into protective. Custody. But how are you going to hide his fucking face? Well, that's the thing. It's like good thing he doesn't have any uh, identifiable marks on his hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture of him too, like working at Best Buy with his rainbow hair and his tattooed faces. He's like, no, I'm not Takashi. My name's Carl or some shit like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's snitching left and right, man, trying to avoid that fucking jail time, man. It's fucked up. Do you blame him? He's probably got money and and promises. and Of course. You know, he could at least make a YouTube documentary on his life. <laughs> hey, man, live by the sword. Die by the sword. That's it. So, yeah, so there you go, man. So, cool, MCP. So, you you love Spider-Man as well. Oh, All yeah. these bitch-ass still ain't fucking seen it. I ain't. Oh, it hasn't been released digitally yet, all right? So, all right. Oh. <laughs> real, real quick, another part since fucking Harley and I'm spoiled the shit out of the movie. When uh, Scorpion starts talking in Spanish and it's yes. translated in Spanish in parentheses above, mm-hmm. I fucking love that. I was like, that's, that's just, I just love this fucking movie, dude. Like, I just love it. There's so uh, much to love about it. There is. There really is. You know, you can watch more and you can find out and then you can see other new stuff too, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just, telling, just talking to Harley about uh, the sound from Prowler. Every time Prowler's on the screen, mm-hmm. that sound, mm-hmm. love that sound. Like every time he's on the screen, I was like, yeah, uh huh. It's yeah, dude. It's got this pulse too, Harley. It's got this very cool like hip hop feel to it too, man. It's just mm-hmm. like take your roots, man. You'll you'll love it. I'm telling you. If you don't fucking don't even bother, come don't back even fucking there. come back on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. You take a you they take should, a fucking you take a break. This is bad boy certified. I'm telling you, man. No pressure, Harley, but oh, yeah, just saying, you know. So MCP, you say you saw something else? I saw Alita Battle Angel. Oh, yeah, oh. son. Yeah, Damn. I was gonna take Nancy to see that, but then she was fucking with me, and so she didn't get to go. Yeah, didn't you say you were gonna? <laughs> We were both gonna go and see it so that we can both yeah, talk about it. Yeah, and I did. He did so say that, that. He did. All right, but, he's a but liar. Somebody, somebody was copping an attitude all week. And why did you go by yourself? Should have left her at home. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I can't leave her by herself alone. We're just like tied to a tree or something. Yeah, that's good. I, yeah. <laughs> leave a bowl of water. <laughs> you ain't going. You ain't gonna be that gone. That, that long. fucking cucho, yo. <laughs> I gotta hey, draw the line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, this it's, this is a pretty badass movie. Um. Like it, it fleshed out the story that I saw from when I watched the anime. Mm-hmm. So, so that was cool. But nice. the visuals, the, the 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 fighting was amazing, and I like the story that they put in there with the uh, the rollerball sport that's in the mm-hmm. that's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looked really really cool. Like she had this surreal vibe about her like it, it's, it's almost so like, weird. A, like you you're watching this character right sorry i don't mean to interrupt but yeah. it's like and she's interacting with hans landa right we kind of call him hans landa because he's cuts off waltz <laughs> and they're talking and normally like back in the day you'd see like a green screener the guy's looking like two degrees not even close to the, where the character would right. be standing you like know? the eyeline it's always a little bit off right exactly there's one you feel like they're there but then you take you you you, you, st- you take a step back and go wait a minute but that's a cg character wait she's not really there but but then right, but it feels like she's there. It's just remember uh, D- D- Dos Machina, 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 Machina. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, goddamn, 
Yeah. You remember that movie and how the oh, I just blurred that reality, right? From like CG yeah. realness, like where you'd mm-hmm. see her face, but then you see the back of her head, it's all fucking robotic and it's just like it just messes with your main your mind, you know? It's like fucking crazy. Yeah, sorry, Tony, you were saying <laughs> it didn't bother me. Like I, I just I I just took it as part of the world. Like, yeah, she's not 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 a normal she's a cyborg, so it's not gonna look normal. And I, it, it didn't, it yeah. didn't pull me out of the movie as much as I thought it would. So well, in that world, there's other people with robotic right. parts too. There's you know? prosthetic, so, yeah, it yeah looks exactly. Like that world. It's it's a natural part of that world, exactly. Yes. Um, but this was fun. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, like I don't want to say too much about it. Um, uh, since Harley still has to watch yeah. it. Uh, but I had I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. So it's it's a dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna see it, but I can't reward bad behavior, so I got stuck not going to see it. Hey, man, Manable Prince, appreciate that. You know, principalities. That's right. Respect that. All right. Well, see, man. Two, two fucking extra from MCP. Man, he's trying to make up for him being gone for a week. You know what I mean? So (laughs) get off his back, Art. You see that? Came, Came through with two extras. How about that, motherfucker? How about them apples? (laughs) <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so we had the Oscar, we got that out of the way now, and then uh let's see. Our box office. Oh, how now speaking of which, then I wonder how is Alita still in the top five at least? Hopefully, hopefully maybe. I don't know. I can I can look it up to see. I mean it might um Internet crash. Oh shit! Actually, I'm up and it's not loading anymore, so you guys can still hear me. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. So uh, yes, Battle Angel Alita is still in the top five. It's uh, number two. Oh, okay. Uh, it got its ass whooped by How to Train Your Dragon: Whoa. The Hidden <laughs> World, that made fifty-five million dollars on the weekend, fifty-eight total for a three-day weekend. Uh, hundred and twenty nine million dollar budget. So, um, I haven't heard anything about this. So, uh, Battle Angel is only made sixty million though. For such so far, Harley. If this doesn't convince you to go see it, I'm just gonna say this: Jeff Fahey plays a cyborg cowboy with a pack of robot dogs. Nice. There you go. No, I mean, I I'd love to see it. Um. So it did. It has made a lot of money foreign. It made two hundred million dollars foreign. So it's made money, um, but it has because it's not a superhero movie that's based on original or non-original material. Right. Uh, it's just not going to make that, that kind of money. It's a little gamble. Uh, I've been kind of following the making of the this uh, Dennis Villeneuve uh, Dune. You know, he's he's mm, been given yeah. the rights to Dune, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's interesting that Hollywood is going to gamble again on a big epic sci-fi flick that they're going to let him direct this big, you know, when while uh, Blade Runner 2047 or whatever the fucking year was yeah. uh, did so well critically, but it was such a flop financially. So they're going to they're going to try it again. And I I don't think it's going to do well financially. I don't give a fuck who stars in it. So, mm-hmm. but neither here nor there. So, uh, the Lego movie 
was number three. Uh, it doesn't have a budget, but it's made $83 million domestically. Fighting with My Family is number four, and Isn't It Romantic is number five. I'm not familiar with either one of those. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, that's big monies. Yeah. That's big money. Um, it's franchise best, though, debut. Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, that's what it said. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> Wasn't sure if that was a question or not. Oh, no. Yep. Letting you know. Well, let's see, man. Lita fucking, you know, still hanging in there, so. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what comes out next week, but it it's possible that it could still be out there yeah. the following week. I'm glad to see the, the top five. It's likely. Yeah. Make your chest in the theater before it goes away. Hopefully. I know, it's tough. Well, and it's tough now, Monday through Friday, work, and, you know, so. When you get off work, you get off early enough. But then I got to be here for the kids. Take them with you. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I got homework. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy. Yeah. I'm doing it on the way there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, before we get into the homework, then MCP can be so kind. Go ahead and hit shuffle. Let's see whose song plays and see if we can guess whose song that is. I guess that's Harley's. There you go. Damn. Big gamble. <laughs> I had two choices. Yeah. <laughs> Can you can you hear Lainey's voice just saying turn it off? Turn that shit off. I can already hear thumbs, it. Thumbs Google down. mute that shit. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what's the name, Harley? Let's give a shout out. That is uh, by a producer named Will Saul. Mm-hmm. And uh, that song is called Your Side. By Your Side, excuse me. So, yeah. He is a, uh, he's been a producer on a tear lately of making that sort of, uh, more electronic dance music rather than like straight like traditional house mm-hmm. but more kind of like um my style has changed over the years a little bit in the sense of not i'd say half of the music i listen to is more it's not so much dance music as opposed to just sort of electronic music yeah but it's 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 kind of head bobbing music like if you heard that song you wouldn't want to fill a dance floor with it you would sit you know and bob your head to it mellow it's it's like it's it you would still call it electron i would still call it electronic dance music but it's you know maybe a 2 a.m kind of dance God song damn i just asked for the name of the song not a fucking well, sorry sorry biography. <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I take my dance music very serious Jesus Christ. <laughs> mcp you had the homework uh, yeah that was good <laughs> Uh, yeah, I assigned this homework, um, cause it was easy. It's on Netflix. Um, it's got, uh, Harley's boy. Isn't, isn't that Harley? Jake didn't Harley say like, Jake, giggity, giggity, giggity. Giggity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm like, yeah, let's <laughs> go with some velvet buzzsaw. It's got some blood in it. Yeah. You know, it might, might be, might be something worth watching. Written and directed by the same guy. Why not? Thank you. Yeah. Big fan, of that. Big, big fan of him and his last. 
Jake Giggity Giggity Giggity. That's right. Nightcrawler. We're all big fans yeah. of that one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to rewatch that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. You can just watch it once. It fucking stood out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this was on Netflix. Yeah, it's a rated R, hour 53 minutes, uh, labeled as a horror mystery thriller. Kind of current, currently sitting at a 5.8 on IMDb. And uh, MCP, did Jake get your giggly giggly? giggly uh, no, on? I'm not surprised that You're it's a 5.8. Right? Um, Why is that? It it didn't it it just didn't hold together very well. Like <laughs> it's it's a it's a horror movie, and it's it's got this weird pretentious art vibe about it that I was like I cannot relate to it. I don't get it. You know the whole <laughs> art side of the world. Like maybe it it feels like it was trying to peel back the curtain on that world and how art business is done. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I kind of don't give a shit. <laughs> you just don't like it. Cause they kept saying the word art in the movie, right? There was way too much art, art in this shit. Yes. Way too it's, much art. It's a, it's a, it's a satirical commentary on that. Like you said, world. And it, it points fun because the material is so subjective. It's, it's art and you can't argue taste but that's what art those that's what these people have to do they have to argue that this art is better than this art and so the the movie kind of makes fun of that and shows the ridiculousness of it with this overall thing of it being a horror film too um and it's it's two completely separate movies and it, it, he tries to shuffle them together. Yeah, exactly. Um, like it was trying to do like horror um, kill shot type gore. Yeah. And at the same yeah, time, kill, try to do the commentary. Shot. Yeah, kill. Like Death it's all about scene. the kill shot. Like, oh, how did this guy die? And how did that girl die? And how did this, like, they're all, you know, unique deaths, which some of them are kind of cool. Um, you know, the, 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 the painting, the paint flowing. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, that, that's, that looks neat. Um, you know, I and mean, it has a traditional jump scare stuff, but it, it couldn't, I think it lost itself trying to juggle those two sides. And it felt, it like, uh, yeah. it felt very, uh, final destination-y. I remember watching yeah. it. And, and even Chris, she was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, it does feel like that. It's like mm-hmm. the whole movie is about these kind of death scenes and like, you can't cheat death. And it's the, like the, the bad guy in the movie it's just sort of, it's not a person. It's, it's just a, right. it's like, it's like a, an energy. It's a spirit. It's, it's just a, you know, it's not a character in the movie. Right. Um, and I think I kept getting distracted by that. Cause it's like the premises that they found. I mean, it says, uh, after a series of paintings by an unknown artist are discovered, a supernatural force enacts revenge on those who have allowed their greed to get in the way of art. And, and yeah, that's essentially what the premise was. Anyone who, profited off of that particular that artist's work they they're on the list and i i I wanted to know more i was like who was this guy and they kind of started going down that path and then they dropped it they dropped it like like jake gyllenhaal's character was writing a book and he started going into the history and who this person was and then it just kind Mm -hmm. of disappeared it almost turns into a murder mystery right but it dropped the ball into like it didn't go anywhere. And that's where I was like, ah, fuck. Forget it. So. 
it, it felt like you took he took two movies like think of it like analogize it to a deck of cards right he took two decks of cards and one movie was a horror flick with all these sort of over the top characters i mean jake's like this weird fucking homosexual but he's like sleeping with a chick and he's like this eccentric you know art connoisseur whatever it you know dealer. every time he's about to review a movie he takes his glass off holds them up high <laughs> spitting shit i'm like this is that is this if anyone wants to know what harley looks like when he's reviewing a movie in bad with podcasts <laughs> take a look at jake gyllenhaal during this movie and that's like what a, you have because i was yeah. watching I'm like this sounds like harley right now yeah but oh, Jesus, like when this. i asked you one simple question who's the artist the name of the song and you go off on this fucking tangent with your glasses in your hands i'm like yep you prove my point. So all right. So okay. So fair enough. <laughs> so you took two two decks of cards, right? <laughs> so fucking on that and page. he he takes them and he just shuffles them together. And it is one scene is the horror movie, and the other scene is this comedic satirical film that well, you're not even do the cards to in the end. Whatever two land on the table, he's like, all right, this is going to be a comedy horror movie. <laughs> and it is a edited mess i mean it's like <laughs> i mean that's the problem is is like what tony said it, the fucking movie's a mess um it, it doesn't know what it wants to do from one it literally goes back and forth from satirical black comedy horror flick to weird referency or you know weird uh commentary on art dealings but then the, the murder mystery kind of thing too which like tony was saying like i was like okay i'm cool like the first like 20 minutes of the movie i was like yeah all right i'm i'm, I'm down and then when it was like oh no we're just gonna be a horror flick i was like oh well wait what which one is it because you can't make up your fucking mind you know yeah. um yeah it's yeah the movie's not good it's a mess <laughs> fonzo what did you think I don't know, Matt kind of was like digging it because it's just so wacky. But I'm with you guys. I mean, it doesn't it's it's all over the place. It, it's like one it's one movie at one moment, then the other, and it's like okay, maybe it'll work. You know, it's just got so many big names: Tony Collette, you know, James McAvoy, you know, John Makovich, and uh, Rene Russo, and uh, you know, and Jake's doing his thing, man. He's he's acting, you know what I mean? He's doing his he's doing his thing, but. But then it, it it gets me like lost. But then it gets me with the fucking kills, man. It's like what the fuck, dude? It's like, it's like like you guys said, final destination, that big sphere, you know? Yeah. The arms coming out look like werewolf. I'm like, what the? F- what is this? What is going on? But I'm thinking with like Tony saying, like it left you wanting more. Like what's going? What it? You know what I mean? Like why? Well, what's what's? You know what I mean? What, what's mm, going on? Yeah. Why is it happening? Like if you're just gonna be a kill shot movie, then cool. I don't have to care about wise i just care about just they just go get them let's 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 get the next guy you know um but because it's got it's three decks of cards in there you know you're just confused i'm like what which one are you gonna throw at me next you're gonna gambit at me and it's just gonna blow up in my face fuck off oh there you go nice little fucking next one reference you caught that oh throwing the cards yeah yes yes yeah did we actually ever see Gambit throw cards in the movies? Yeah. No way. We never those, actually saw Gambit those, in the movies, did we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. One of those, one of those Wolverine movies. Oh. The shitty one. Taylor Swift. Remember <laughs> the shitty one. It's the one with the, the blob. Bad it is. 
Yeah, the one blob, yeah. Yeah. And fucking Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Oh, is that the one that got leaked, the work version of yeah, it? Yeah, the that's work one that covered Deadpool's mouth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the, the guy's literally nickname is Merc with the mouth, and they fucking, yeah. I literally, I think I saw the work print of that movie and never watched the finished version <laughs> of it. Because <laughs> it was so you're not, bad. Yeah, you're not missing that's that. pretty funny. Yeah, Lee Schreiber as Saber 2 is pretty dope, though. I will give him that. Oh, okay. The one plus yeah. in that movie. Well, he's he, Lee Schreiber is Saber Tooth in the first X Men movie, isn't he? No, not at all. That's Tyler oh. Maine. Wasn't Liz Schreiber in one of the, the first X Men movie? Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah. That's how bad Velvet Buzzsaw is. We're talking about X Men now during the review for Velvet. <laughs> yeah, Buzzsaw. no shit. So that's a cool name for a band. We'll yeah. give them that. You know. Oh, and you know what bugged me the most? What's that? Is that the title was a tattoo? Oh boy, here we go. I'm like, it just seemed so lame. I just thought she was related to Triple X and Vin Diesel because he has Triple X tattoo in the back of his neck. Uh-huh. That's out of the movie, and they kept showing it over and over again. I was just hoping they kept they, they would show it more like they did in Triple X. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it, I like Dan Gilbert. I like Nightcrawler a lot. The, yeah. I, I was hoping to see more. This work. I was hoping to see another th- something like this, but this one is just. I don't know, man. It's just so. Uh, like I said, it's if it was one. If it was one or the other. You know, yes, it, it, yeah. I don't like, mind choose... when they when they blur the light or when they you know mash genre. You know what I mean? But if they do it right, I guess you know this one just seemed like you said too many cooks in the sh- in the kitchen. You know, they're adding yeah, maybe like from an editing standpoint, like they couldn't. Yeah. yeah, it was like two editors were going at the flick. Um, and then like Jake, like like I really think he's a super talented actor, but when he's playing the like the gay art dealer, he's terrible. There's a scene like towards the end where he's like starting to freak out and he's like screaming at somebody and he's like he's all of a sudden playing it serious and I was like that's what I'm talking about that's the Jake I know and love like he's acting his ass off like he's really convincing right now he's like really when he went to his ex's like apartment and homeboy something like that I can't yeah I can't remember when he's like freaking out and all of a sudden he wasn't gay anymore he was just like serious. Because gay people can't be serious, I guess. Well, no, but I mean, like, the other scenes, he plays this, like, flamboyant, you know, sort of like, again, like... They can't get angry? A bad stereotype. And and I think when, you know, it just, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it was just a mess. The movie's a mess. I mean, and obviously, we're not the only ones. 5.8 on IMDb, it's it's not great. Yeah, it's a waste of time for me. Yeah, it's same here. We're going. What? What'd you say? The certified uh, waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. That would be that would a waste, be, that would waste time, of a time. Waste of time. If they if they if they took the serious if they kind of treated it like like they did um the house the what was the the movie we've talked about before um we've said it a bunch of times the the house out in the woods the cabin in the woods like that's sort of a a a black a satirical look or commentary on horror flicks you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but then especially at the end it's like jumps a shark it's like just it just goes batshit right Mm -hmm. and it's constantly like self-referential if this one had kind of taken that approach i think it could have pulled it off because you have such talented actors but 
Yeah, absolutely. Because that movie... It didn't, it didn't attempt to do that. In, in this movie, because it tried to do two things, one half of it ended up being a waste of of the other's half. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, generally, like we talk about throwaway scenes, you know, like where it didn't add anything to the movie. The movie could have been not had that in it and not changed a thing. That's how it feels. It feels like the yeah. entire half of them half bullshitting the about art yeah. could have been gone. You know, like I, I dug the one scene where the guy, um, he's going into, he's walked towards the painting. All of a sudden he's inside an attic. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's cool. More of that. Right. But you know, it is what it is. Or make it a serious non supernatural, but make it a serious movie about art and how people are, you know, they'll kill each other over subjective art the ridiculousness of it you sure. know the sure. the thing that comes to mind is uh that recent art the banksy art that at uh um, at auction shredded itself mm-hmm. you know it's like take something like that and make a fictitious version of it but show how serious how ridiculous this uh, you know yeah there was an article that says about if you're confused about the wall they mean read this and it said so why do all these people die it says it's art talking to it's our talk might be grandiose, but the film sure does deliver on gore. Basically, anyone who dies has been greedy about art and wanted to capitalize on it for personal gain. And it gives you chron- chronological order of the deaths as, as well as what what happens. Um, but yeah, I still don't... Um, you know, it does that close-up with that pain at the end, and I'm just like... You know what was creepy, though? That fucking robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was no, creepy. it was... I mean, it was... Uh, there was... It, it, there was some well done aspects. There were some scenes that were done fairly well. Again, the commentary, but when you edit it together in an hour and fifty three minutes, it's it's a mess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah, three wastes of times. Wow. There you go. And Maybe. I think. I don't know. No. Maybe our Maybe. listeners yeah. will do better. They Maybe might, they might. Yeah. There's blood on the title. Then I'm going to give it a dollar. <laughs> right. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Art from Cali. And (laughs) Ronaldo. This is Ronaldo. Good luck, everyone. P sticking his promises and getting shit done. Look at that. Look at that. I'm not letting that credit not go past you there, MCP. Thank you. Credit deserved, absolutely. Although it so, broke my heart, it broke my heart to have to cut Angie out. But yeah, hey, yeah. gotta do yeah, what you gotta do. Like, maybe next championship. Maybe she'll come back next championship. She's always welcome back, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We don't. We don't <laughs> hold the grudge. You ever, you, you ever taken back a next Harley? <laughs> no. <laughs> how's, how's that ever work out? <laughs> um, we essentially have a three-way tie. We are nine points, ten points, we and eleven points. Essentially, have a tie. Or we don't. How does math? Well, work? we don't. But I mean, everybody is separated by one point, so can it's super. It's as, it's as close as you can get. And you know, whoever comes, whoever ends up with the most points wins. So I don't know if you knew that, MCP. What? <laughs> Shocker, huh? What? No. There you go. So I'm not even going to tell you who's leading. 
until okay. the All right. very okay. end. All right. Oh, that's fun. Let's see. Well, Harley, who called in first? How about that? Ooh, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm going to say Den Art called in first. Den Art Reed? Den Art. Den Art Reed. Den Art Reed. It's one of those puzzles where it's like it reads eyes, did all the moves, and Art's mouth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, man. I hey, want to hear that boys. accent. How you doing? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Who was that? Hey, bad boys. How you doing? This is your homeboy. Art, call in with this week's homework picked by... Oh, MCP. He picked this one called The Velvet Buzzsaw with Jake Gyllenhaal, Gyllenhaal, or bad boy's favorite. And this movie's weird. It's a kind of like an artsy-fartsy movie about, like, talking about the art critic society, which I don't really give a shit about. But, hey... Why not? Let's make a movie about it. So this movie looks kind of lame. I'm going to say, fuck, I'm going to say, I really want to say MCP likes it. So I'm going to say MCP gave it a dollar, and this is an easy waste of time for the other two manly men of the Bad Boys podcast. So MCP a dollar, waste of time for Fonzo, waste of time for Harley. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Gave some more points. Yeah. We'll take it. Two out of three is not bad. What do you think about that, Tony? You think he just did give you a dollar just to not give you credit? Yeah, he he he's so confident that he's gonna win. He's like, I could lose a point just to give Tony shit. Just yeah, to give it exactly. You know yeah. what? That's the champ's cockiness mm-hmm. right there. Mm. You're absolutely right. You know, you hold that title over your shoulder, it, it it changes a man. It's like the ring in Lord <laughs> of the Rings. You hold it for too long, you know, I could fuck with you. I don't know. When he was on the podcast, he was pretty humble about winning. Oh yeah, let's ask Tony. How was, he, how was he, Tony? He was on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh. Uh, 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 like there he is. Like, shit. Boom. Round two. Hey, Ring bad no boys. Oh. Hey, bad boys. It's the people's champ, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. This week, you guys are talking about velvet buzzsaw. But first, I want to know what is the greatest performance out of the people's champion? Uh, I mean, I'm doing at the rock, obviously. Um, but anyway, before we forget, that's apparently the rock, Dwayne Johnson. Right. Say. So he's is he asking the cast what's our favorite role the rock has been in? Correct. From a movie or in a wrestling oh, match? His real life. Fucking ballet, you dumb fuck. Of course from a movie. What the fuck oh. do you think he's asking? I thought maybe he was referencing a wrestling match. Yes, because he's a big wrestling fan. And Tony knows all about wrestling. Well, I don't know. We asked Tony about all kinds of shit that you don't know about. <laughs> yes, true. What kind of chickens do you like, Harley? <laughs> Any Live chickens. Ones, dead ones, fried ones. Big chickens. Skinny chickens, fat chickens, you name it. All right. Well, there you go. So, MCP, you got a favor that comes up to mind when, uh, when uh, it comes to the rock? The, that new Jumanji one. Is, okay. Like, that's the first image I had when he said his name. So, Okay. Nice. I'll go with that. Okay. Nice one. All right. Uh, I'm going to look at his IMDb real quick because oh, he's been in so much shit over the last, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15 years. <sighs> you know, I like them in Walking Tall, the remake. The original, uh, yeah. Well, is that a remake? Interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, subtle. He wasn't too big then either. You know what I mean? I liked him in Rampage. Rampage was fun. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you know I love Rampage. I, I liked him in Baywatch. Baywatch was good. Okay. Uh, it's my favorite is, is is when um when he played The Rock in uh, Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery's movie, The Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was the island. He was Alcatraz. Yep. I don't know if you guys knew that. Tooth Fairy. He's uncredited. Okay. Yeah. Is that name in all the movies he's done? Uh, yeah. Now I'm going back to like early stuff when he was still. Nobody fans of Hobbs? His Fast, Fast and Furious character? I mean, you know, he's fine in him. Pain and Gain? Michael Bay? I don't remember that movie very well. Hmm. Um, else done. San Andreas? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, he did that one, um, the rundown. Yeah, that was like early. And the Rock still had hair. Yeah, I don't know. They, he still. They got Hercules too. He was. I think yeah. he was pretty good in that one, wasn't he? So nothing's sticking out. Nothing, yeah. Unfor- yeah, unfortunately, nothing really sticks out. Yeah. Well, there you go, Reed. How about that? Sorry, man. Harley just hit fucking yeah. question. I mean, I would say it, recently, like if I had to rewatch something, I would rewatch um, Baywatch. It's 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 oh, funny. Yeah, you he's like that a, movie. He's such a talented actor. He he kind of plays both characters in that one. Um, you know, he plays the muscle bound douchebag. Uh, and, but also his, his, his charisma shines in that movie. So. Okay. There you go, Reed. How about the, how we answered your question there? Oh, Moana. That's forgot his name. Oh, shit. There you go. Oh, he's the voice. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. You know, that's Reed's answer. <laughs> yeah, we already know that. Uh, let's hear about Velvet Buzzsaw. So. Harley, he's gonna give this mofo a waste of time. Nice. Tony, go. he's gonna give this a pile of shit. Oh! oh. <laughs> and Fonzo, he's gonna give this a dollar. Cause he likes art. <laughs> <laughs> I do like art, yeah. I do like art. He didn't double down on the pile of shit, did he? No. Okay concept not the guy <clears throat> oh the concept not the guy <laughs> um that's it right. and yeah. real quick i gotta answer my man reed's question he had asked last week and i didn't get to him i, I mm. feel bad about that but i had posted some weird ass pictures from a movie called titled big man japan it's a 2007 movie it, came, it popped up on my shutter and the description said, an eccentric man living alone in a de- decrepit house in Tokyo periodically transforms into a 100-foot-tall giant in order to defend Japan against similarly-sized monsters. Now, come on. You read that synopsis. Aren't you a little bit intrigued? Sure. Yeah. So I start fast-forwarding it, and it's got, like, we're Netflix where you can still see the images. And then, and then whoa, whoa, hold whoa, There's a, There he is, fucking standing there. This goddamn Chonis fighting some weird-ass monsters. I just happened to pause it at one time, and it's this fucking monster with an eyeball at the end of his fucking dick. He's swinging around. Oh, that I remember. Yes, that thing. So, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? So, of course, you gotta sit there and watch it. Action, comedy, sci-fi. 
Look out, y'all. If you guys are still interested in that movie, I might make it the homework for these motherfuckers. Fucking Japanese, man. <laughs> That's all you had to say, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I showed you the image or the video, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just fucking video, but... bonkers, right? It's like... Yeah. Yeah, so that's it, Reed. I never watched it. I just watched clips of it. That was it. So, but if you like us to watch it, maybe, you know, maybe be the champ and you can help us review it or something. <laughs> so, we got one more? Yeah. Going on, bad boys. Happy Oscar Sunday. I hope you guys are happy with some of the results of tonight's winners. Black Panther winning three awards. We'll see if it wins Best Picture. But anyways, on to the picks. Uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Hmm. I think Bonzo is going to give it a dollar. Tony Harley going to give it a waste of time. Wow, oh, these guys did better than I thought they would. What did I tell you? Fucking blood on the title? I, I was, I was going to give it a dollar. These are bloody shoes. These expensive. There you go. But see, they did. All right, so you can tell us the point total now? Yeah, 11, 12, 13. <clears throat> okay. So, all right. I'm going to be quite about it fine, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Keep, it, keep it close to the vest. All right. Keep it close to the vest. Right. You want to hit us with something else? We we'll go into the extra. Uh, you gonna play a song that you've been listening to? And when you know there's nothing else, you're gonna love. Apparently, that played on Google Play at some point. Yeah, Harley, who's that? That no, was. I'm sure Laney was quickly Google deleting that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Escape the Fate. This war is ours. Or We Won't Back Down. I don't can't tell which one's the album and which one's the name of the song. I was going to say which one's the uh, <laughs> which artist, one's... which one's the song. Escape the Fate is the, is the artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you say, dare say his name five times? This movie came out in 1992. This ain't fucking around. This is horror thriller right off the bat. Rated R. Rated 6.6.6. Whoa, wait. No. 6.6. <laughs> the Candyman, a murderous soul with a hook for a hand, is accidentally summoned to reality by a skeptic grad student researching the monster's myth. Now, you guys had you guys, any had ever seen it? Oh, yeah. I've seen this before. Never have. Okay. Yeah, I'll be interested to get MCP's take first and see and seeing it. Yeah, you've heard I... of the Candyman? Have you heard of the myth before? What was your, um, like have you had heard of the Candyman myth? Myth? Yeah, or like... I've heard. Uh, yeah, I've heard it. I've heard of it. I mean, okay, that's it's been around. Um, yeah. I've seen Mary. the cover. I mean, I've been to enough horror conventions that <laughs> I know who the guy is. You know, I recognize his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I've never seen the actual movie. Gotcha. Yeah, story by Clyde Barker based on The Forbidden. Yeah, I saw that. It was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Virgin Manson. Now, Tony Todd obviously plays Candyman, uh, which is in, he's in my favorite movie of all time, The Crow. This is a badass line, Bye Bye Birdie. So he's got an awesome voice. Um, he's one of the horror icons. You know, you go to conventions, he's the Candyman, you know. Like well, and he's been the Candyman in what three or four films? Yeah, I have an action figure from Part Three. The title, I think it's what is it? I can't see it. 
one of them is, I think part two is Farewell to the Flesh, and, and then there's another one, I can't, I can't remember. But yeah, so MCP, yeah, what was your take? Because this is a little, this is, this is 1992, so this is already in the, this is not past the 80s era, this is early 90s. Um, so we're in a different genre now here from the horror movies. So I'm curious to see your your take on this. Um, well, it it surprised me that it didn't start off with horror right away. I was like, oh, like there's like a build up to something, you know? It's following, huh? yeah, there's a lot of talky talky, exactly. Um, and then. And, I, I don't know. I didn't give a shit. I didn't care. <laughs> like, like the guy, they were talking and I'm like, what the fuck is this girl doing? And she's trying to write a book or do research or okay. And then, and then she summons him accidentally because she doesn't believe and he's trying to get her and he keeps on saying, like, let's make a baby together. Like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't get it. I didn't understand. Like, when he shows up and he's trying to talk to her. And like entice her into something. I mean, I couldn't understand what the guy was saying, and I didn't give a shit about rewinding it and trying to pay attention. Like it just lost me. <laughs> I did not care. And yeah, like I don't even know what happened. Like the wow. the guy, like I, the guy before he even comes out, the gang guy, like is saying he comes up to her and then punches her and then leaves. You're looking for Candyman, bitch. Yeah, looking Bam. for Candyman, bitch, and then he just leaves her there. Like he punches her and then walks away. And then they catch him, and he's in the lineup. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> that makes no sense. They did some crack research before they found it's him. Like, uh, I, I, that's pretty much around when I stopped paying attention, and it just Damn. did not. It just not. It did not. Forty get my, thirty minutes in. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's a there's a ba- there's a kid somewhere, and she's trying to get the kid, and and like, I I don't know. I don't understand. I saw his the hook in the stub of his hand. I was like, ooh, that's a cool effect. All right. Then nothing. I don't. I don't remember seeing the him. Big ass nail holding in place too. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, and the whole bees thing. Like I didn't understand why the bees. They mentioned him, but, you must but right. But I didn't attention. understand him. Like his voice. I don't know. I did. I did. Yeah, the references that he's the son of a slave. Right. Uh, and so he's exacting revenge on. Uh, all the white people, I guess. I there's it attempts at some racial commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, there, a lot of the cast is African American, and considering when this movie came out, uh, an African American cast of a horror film was completely unheard of. Yeah. You know, um, the fact that the African American is the the main bad guy. Um, was a first of its kind and considering when it came out in the early nineties, it was probably a, a, not only a gamble uh, from a financial standpoint, but also, um, you know, you could, a lot of people would argue that it's racist or it's, you know, um, the movie tries to address the, uh, uh, the class, um, the classism or the, um, uh, it, it, it takes place in a real life part of Chicago. Uh, these, the, the, the uh, Cabrini green housing projects, mm-hmm. which is a real place, which was a real place. It was the fucking extreme ghetto where the hell tens of like, literally I think in its peak in the early nineties or something, it was like 15,000 people or no, in the eighties and before the movie came out. Um, 
you know, it was just, it was originally, I think built in the forties I read. Um, so it, 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 it was interesting, um, to read up on some of the history that the movie is trying to reference. Um, so I see what it's trying to do. Um, it, watching the movie 30 years later, uh, it feels very hit, tries to hit a lot of the tropes that a lot of the movies that came before it did. Um, which unfortunately it, looking at it, now in 2019 it feels very dated it feels very cheap and lazy um as opposed to back when you'd see it live in 1992 you'd feel like oh this is kind of edgy and original and new it's a different take on the horror franchise and and now we're just like dude it's from my perspective it it feels very dated and it doesn't hold up well i think that's what tony is getting at too yeah thanks well, interesting takes. Yeah, I just thought like it was pretty just creepy the way he's fucking with her and just popping in, fucking with people, and disappearing. And then she keeps looking like the crazy person. And there's fucking Xander Berkeley. If this motherfucker just doesn't have a face of a complete, I mean, the guy might be the nicest guy in the world, but his face just looks like a fucking douche. And he's just fucking around. You know who? He, you know who he is? He's fucking Todd. Yeah, from from Terminator Two. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I mean, like, She's yeah. not my mom, Todd. Todd. Yeah, you know, fuck Todd, man. Yeah, he's a fucking douche in this movie, you know. Yeah, he is. Just the way he, yeah, he's oh yeah, fuck that guy, you know. So, so at, at the end, it's, it's pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just love that scene. He opens up a check. Got the bees out. Yeah, I, you know, they mention the story. It's almost like horror's version of ASMR. He's just kind of whispering through the whole time. He's got her and mesmerized and trance, and then she falls down. And you're just like, whoa, what happened? She wakes up, she's waking up, she's got a knife in her hand, she's attacking people, like, whoa, what happened? How do we get from here to here? And you start, and then people start thinking she's crazy, but yet he's controlling the whole time, but no one's gonna believe her, they think she's crazy, but yet he can keep popping in, kind of like Freddy, whenever he mm-hmm. wants, and, and fuck shit up. And, um, it was always cool, like, you can hear the knife doing the damage, but you never got to see it. Always- it, it does the, it, uh, yeah, it reference, or not reference, it does that, the whole off screen horror. Um, maybe at that time it was to uh yeah, they get away from an NC seventeen rating. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a lot of blood, you know, the cursing. But yeah, I thought the little kid was a good actor too, and he's explaining the story to her and everything. Um, there's just some really uh, weird acting parts from Virginia Madsen when like the one woman was dead, and then she's just like not really. She's not really. T- I don't know. She kind of was like. I thought she'd be yelling at her. Oh, and her best friend died. That's it. Spoiler. Come on, ninety-two or whatever. Yeah, we can spoil the shit out of this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, I just thought she'd be more a little more pissed off or upset, you know. There is some filming kind of, kind of issues. Odd. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like the way it's filmed in Chicago though. It's got that really um gritty feel to it, you know, like when they're in the in the bathroom, everything feels like it's on location and it feels gritty. Um, I love that soundtrack, the score is kind of placed throughout the whole movie. I think it's, it's overwhelming. Cool. It's 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 um Chris, both me and Chris were like, I I actually kind of liked it, but they it was overused. It was um, the same track over and over again. Yeah. yeah, and it just I was like, yeah, I needed a break from it. It was it was it was like Christopher Nolan can pull that off. You cannot, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, a shame. I thought you guys would like it because, I mean, it, it, like I said, it starts off with like 
woman trying to, you know, free us out. You got a professor, you're talking. It's not your typical teenagers or tropes, you know. Sophisticated adults smoking all the time and just having a drink and then shit happens to them instead of like a bunch of kids doing the same shit. And, and well, and it's like, who's the, who's the, um, uh, the victims? It's the rich people. It's the rich, educated upper class, uh, you know, and, and it's, it takes place in this super poor black community. Well, they warn uh, the, her. They keep telling her not to. Yeah, absolutely. And she was too stupid. So I get what it was trying to do. It didn't do enough to hold up. When, I, when you would see this movie in 1992, you'd be like, oh, wow, that was like that's a, a new take. But we've seen, we've seen everything do what this kind of does over the last 30 years and movies have done it better. And then if you look at it as sort of like, um, like, like you pointed out, it comes after the other like three or four horror franchises. So, you know, you reference Freddie, Jason and Michael Myers, right? Those three. Is there a fourth one? I'm, I, I can't think of offhand Fonzo. Um, Say it again. Which ones you say again? So you got Freddy, mm-hmm. Michael Myers, mm-hmm. and Jason Voorhees, right? These are the three horror icons that have become gigantic uh, franchises. And the Candyman comes on last and ends up making three. Uh, you could Hellraiser made fucking four or five, right? Uh, Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I almost felt like that was a break from the mainstream. Like it was a li- it was it was one step more genre, more niche. Like anybody could go to the movies and see the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Hellraiser was for the next. <laughs> Somebody wanted a little bit more. You know, <laughs> they wanted. Not only did they want their gore, but they wanted it with sex too, and. I feel like um, that's what uh, what's his name who did the original writing of this, uh, Clive Barker. I feel like he sort of made a little niche for himself, like um, an eccentric horror writer. Uh, I know he was an artist too, which is uh, um, a neat guy, um, and I can see what they, you know, I I, I can see what they wanted to do. I, I think maybe Hollywood, the producers kind of came in when this movie was being made and it was like, look, I know what you're trying to do and it's cool, but we, we have a known uh, uh, thing that works this horror franchise. We've already had, you know, a dozen of these movies made before it. So let's try to keep it in pace with that. Let's try not to do too much. And so, unfortunately, it kind of falls by the wayside of of those. It was last and least kind of thing. Um, so, it, you know, back then you probably would have gave it a dollar. But unfortunately now, I don't think it holds up very well. So I would give it a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. Ouch. All right. Yeah. That would be a waste of time. That's the same, man. Yeah. I would I'd almost 
this is this is a movie, and you know how I feel about fucking remakes. They should remake this movie. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they will. We'll see. <laughs> they will see. They usually, you know, they run out of ideas and they go back and look and see. So yeah, I mean, I would, I would absolutely like the Nightmare on Elm Street. I never watched the remake because the first Nightmare on Elm Street is a perfect film. I mean, it is, it's everything it, it needs to be. It's a perfect film. Um, this one, I, I would remake, and I would really heavily have the commentary of classism and. And, you know, is, is this country, are we not racist anymore? Or is it still a thing? And is, is classism more of a thing than racism is than ever before, I would argue. Mm-hmm. You know, really sort of delve into that. And I think you could have, I mean, look at, look at, uh, what's his name did with, uh, what was the movie we were just talking about? Uh, the, 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 the comedic uh, Peel, Jordan Peel, what's his name? Um, Jordan Peele. Yeah, and what was the movie that he did? Uh, in, Get Out. Uh, yeah, thank you. That I mean, something like that. You know, remake Candyman, and sort of in that air where we were we're constantly referencing race and and uh, you know income, but bringing back the the horror. I mean, I, it's tough because I do like Tony Tony Todd. I think he's. Physically, he's a good candy man, um, uh, but uh, I would, uh, uh, yeah, I would remake this movie. No sh- shocker, I'm giving it a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. And I think everyone's going to get this the same. <laughs> it's quite possible. They, they're they definitely going to know if Tony's going to give it a waste of time. They're probably going to think I'm going to give it a dollar, but we shall see. Extra credit picked by the horror fan himself, freaking Fonzo. He picked Candyman, a classic from the '90s cult status, and easy boom, double down right off the bat. I'm doubling down, Slater from my Fonzo. I'm going to say Harley. He's like a little candy. I think he has a little candy in his sugar tank anyways, but I'm going to say he in his gas tank. I think the saying is sugar in the gas tank. I think sugar, well, SCP has a little sugar in his gas tank. But Harley, he gives it a fucking dollar, and MCP fucking hates this movie. He's going to get a waste of time. Fucking, I didn't have a time. I wanted to make a fucking rebuttal to Reed Wilson's very offensive American accent, but I don't have to wait. But I uh, love the show, guys. Keep it going, and uh, let's see. Hopefully, I'm still in the lead. Later. <laughs> well done, Reed. See, I call them Reed, see? So, well done. Well done, Art. He gets zero points. <laughs> God damn. No accent. Loses your double down. He gets the point for Tony's waste of time, and he gets no points for my waste of time. So, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the totals at the end here. All right. All right. All right, next. Bad boys. Bad boys. Bad boys. That's my <laughs> wife saying Candyman. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to do a voice, wasn't I? Eh, uh, screw you guys. 
This one is uh, Candyman, <laughs> and I think Harley, he's going to give this one a waste of time. Uh, Tony, he's going to give this one a waste of time. He's going to say, screw you guys, gang hand. And Fonzo, he's going to give this one a Slater, and I'm oh. going to double down and take no. a turn on that. Bad boys for life. He still, points. Points. he still gets two points, though, because he did the accent and he got my dollar. So a really good Cartman, too, by the way, Reed. Yeah, good job. Yeah, not bad. I tell you what, man, if he had gotten that that dollar from Fonzo, he would have just he would have had five points. That would have been a big swing. Mm-hmm. Alas, he only gets two. All right, last one. And uh, Candyman. Woo! Talk about the 90s. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. So, yeah, those are my picks. And, uh, yeah, take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. I feel like Donaldo was really lazy on that one. He would have known that Tony was going to give it a waste of time. Right. But you want some totals, bitches? Hell yeah, I want some totals. All right. So, Art came in to the week with second place locked down with 10 points. He now has 12 points. Mm. He is in third place. Mm. My man, Reed, came in this week with nine points in third point, third place. He now has 13 Donaldo came in this week with 11 and now has 14. Ooh. So now D is leading, Reed is in second, and Art is in third. Still one point separates them, 12, 13, and 14 points. So, yeah, still anybody's game. And Angie has zero points because she's a quitter. <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles, right? That's the way the cookie. That's the way the motherfucking cookie crumbles. That's right. Well, there you go. Well, so, so then who? Well, we're gonna be taking a hiatus, then, right? Should we not assign Homer next credit then, right now? Well, we still need to review something when we come back from the hiatus. It's uh-huh. just you'll have two weeks. Excuse, hang on. How many? Two weeks. <laughs> two. watch it. Okay. Which is what? What's it gonna be? Uh well Harley has homework. Mm-hmm. What are you assigning anything, Harley? Yes, I I got a movie. Okay. Oh, you want me to give it now? That's <laughs> usually how this works. <laughs> so I know Fonzo's probably it's a tough one. I think um you know, you read that screenplay and you're not in a hurry to see this movie. Uh, but when um, with these two filmmakers and actor works together, Daniel Day-Lewis and Paul Thomas Anderson come together, you have to see, right? It's like uh, 
trying to it's it's like scorsese working with uh, leo right you got to check this movie out right so we're we're gonna finally watch the phantom thread yay i know i know <laughs> what the fuck is this yeah exactly Tony. 2017 Set in 1915 London, Reynolds Woodcock is a renowned dressmaker whose fastidious life is disrupted by a young, strong-willed woman, Alma, who becomes his muse and lover. Sounds thrilling. Let's do it. So this is this is the filmmaker that brought you "There Will Be Blood" with Daniel Day Lewis, which is no, it's not. That movie's brilliant. You you sound like me. You're like overrated. <laughs> now that movie is fucking brilliant. Uh, right, what you got, MCP? Um, I'm reaching back a little bit because I want. 2016. Nope, further back. Uh oh. 2009. Oh wow. Uh, genetic engineers. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Hope to achieve fame by successfully. Sp- Splicing together the DNA of different animals to create new hybrid animals for medical use. Oh, um, the remake. Wait, that was in 2009, no. was it? The Do- Island of Dr. Moreau? Nope, it's just called Splice. Adrian Brody. Oh, that's right. I remember oh, we, we, we saw, saw this on the theater. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it not long yeah. years yeah, it was, ago. It was on the I mean, it was you know six, seven years ago. Exactly. So, oh, I remember the ending. Oh, <laughs> don't make us all uncomfortable again. I'm gonna make Chris watch this movie. There you go. There you go. This guy go on to making anything else? Um, nope. No, he did a lot of TV. Yeah. Oh, he did a couple episodes of Westworld. In a TV movie of Tremors? What the fuck is that? Kevin Bacon is in it? I don't understand. Fred Ward? He was um, uh, scheduled to be back as as, um, his character, Kevin Bacon, in Tremors. That's what you're referring to. Well, it's a a television reboot of the film Tremors. Oh, it's only got four fourteen people gave it an average of eight point five on IMDb. This is bizarre. <laughs> oh, that is bizarre. All right. Splice. How did you come up on this one again, Tony? Yeah. Um, I kind of just clicked through our history and was like, which one should I bring back? <laughs> Found that one. Boom. I like that. I just remember I liked it, and so I'm like, do I still feel the same way ten years later? Well, so. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, right on. Cool. I mean, can we further from the... <laughs> Oh, cool, man. All right. That'll do it in yeah. two weeks. So we got a lot of time. So, let's see. Yeah, so how's y'all's weekend then? Pretty much wraps it up right here. 
We lost Harley. Uh, Sorry, I uh, I got clicking through um, IMDb images and I stumbled upon this image. Huh. Check that out. That is a fucking image to behold, is it not? What are you showing? What are you looking at? In the in the mess or the hangout. Click on the the link I sent in the hangout. Alrighty. Yep. <laughs> All right. A Christmas horror story. Anyways, sorry. Uh, what did I do this weekend? Uh, we went down to Chris's parents' house. Uh, we went and saw Big Bad Voodoo Daddy for the third time. Oh, okay. The last couple of years, they tour a lot. They are they're like constantly touring, which is insane because it's a it's like a nine piece band. Um, they travel the country. Um, they it's literally the same nine band members since <laughs> the mid nineties when they started it. It's the same fucking. They've been doing it for twenty five years. It's it's mm-hmm. insane. They are so good. It is like. It's a fine, fine oiled machine. Uh, it's so much fun to watch. We we saw them in Napa this time, mm-hmm. which from Chris's parents' house was about forty five minutes. It's kind of a rich. It's a it's the town seat of Napa Valley, the wine capital of the world or wine capital of America. Uh, b- great show. It was in an old theater. Um, with beautiful uh, art on the walls and um, cool, cool venue, uh, good crowd, um, great performance. Just um, if you, if you're at all f- familiar with the big bad voodoo daddy, uh, just YouTube or Google um, really good live performance. The, the live music is is just outstanding the horn section the bass the piano the drummer just everything is just top notch they're just a lot of fun right on yeah so we went and saw big bad voodoo daddy uh it was mazzy's uh like birthday celebration we obviously we celebrated mazzy's her birthday was two weeks ago uh but their parents you know made her a cake and we took her to target and said, okay, you know, you can buy some Legos and you give a fucking 11 year old sort of like, you know, here's 50 bucks, go buy some Legos. The kid can't make up her mind. So we're, we've been sitting in the fucking Lego aisle for a half an hour. She can't decide, you know, it's funny too, too many choices for a poor kid. So, but, uh, the kids had a nice trip and, uh, uh, and then they gave us, we inherited a car. So we, we added another car to the fleet. We got an old Ford focus. So, which is good because the contour is kind of on its last leg. So, um, uh, so yeah, so, um, so that was cool. Uh, the weather started getting shitty on the drive home. It's a three and a half hour ride home. Uh, but the weekend was really nice. It was nice. We went down there. Um, you know, me and Chris obviously went to the concert while grandma and grandpa watched the kids and, um, it was nice. We had, uh, went to this nice Mexican restaurant for lunch the day before. That was cool. Um, 
What else? What else? I'm trying to think. Just tired. We're busy this weekend. Just doing, you know, a lot of the traveling and stuff. I had the whole week off. Me and Mazzy had the whole week off, so I got to go back to work tomorrow. Not excited about that. Um, but the weather looks like shit, so we might get a snow day again this week. Cross my fingers. <laughs> it's it's a trip, man. I, I know it's like I work less than I I'm off is, and every time I'm off, I'm getting paid. So it's kind of one of the reasons why I keep showing up to work. So, cause I don't have to show up and I still get paid. So, uh, yeah, that was it. Right on. Cool, man. What about y'all? Tony, I felt like he had something going on. Yeah. I just had a, um, a, so the CrossFit has the, the, a games. It's like it's not their, a CrossFit. It's like a religion. Well, I was going to say the CrossFit games, or the CrossFit Open started oh, okay. last week. The CrossFit Open is a um, global like competition. Everybody, everybody from anywhere can register and compete. And there's a leaderboard that's global. Um, and what it's for is to get into the CrossFit Games, which happen every year, and it's supposed to be the fittest of the fittest. You know. Um, so that started last week and that's what I did on Friday night. Um, they, the CrossFit boxes all over the world have what they call Friday night lights where they bring in people, um, their members, they all, and they all, they get judges and they just do the workout. Um, the workouts is, goes by, it's, goes by the year. So it's 19 for 2019 and it's 0.1. There's five different workouts. So last week was the first one of 2019. So it's 19.1. Um, and it, it fucking kicked, kicked our ass, man. It was, it was a good one. So that's just, you know, it was, that's just what we did Friday night. Um, let me interrupt you for a second because it's CrossFit. Um, I, I was watching this YouTube video of these, um, it was a competition of all these, di- I didn't, I didn't get to finish it, but it was all these different like exercises. And they were comparing a bodybuilder with a power lifter. Oh, yeah. That's the brute strength? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Did you watch the woman or the men? The men. I saw the men. men. Okay, because they just started a series for women. Oh, cool. So I I, I think I watched like the first three. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought it was interesting because, um, you know, it's all different. You know, to the layman, they just look at the five different people and they're like, they're all, you know, weightlifters or whatever you want to call them. But if, if, if you're educated, you realize their, their specialties are very unique and very different, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, But I thought it was interesting how well the CrossFit guy does overall. He doesn't win any one competition and even admits it at the beginning. He's like, we're kind of trained to be mediocre at everything, everything. Right. You know what I mean? I thought that's good. I mean, that's like you would compare that to an athlete, to somebody that could do right. everything very well. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and I thought like there was a scene uh, where the weightlifter was the really small petite guy kind mm-hmm. of thing. And he was like, dude, if he had form and he, he did really well because technical, because he had just, he did it the same exercise over and over and over again so from a technical standpoint he could do that i think it was the snatch and and the grab or the grab and snatch or whatever clean and jerk yeah clean and jerk thank you 
And, uh, you know, the bodybuilder was like doing it really weird because it's not an exercise he ever does. Yeah. Uh, but, and so he didn't win, even though he's way bigger than the yeah. Olympic weightlifter. He, so. he had the strength to do, yeah. like, if he, he had the strength, he was just like upright rowing to his yeah. shoulders. <laughs> and, and it's like, Jesus Christ, like if he actually had the technique, he could do a ton of weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the CrossFitter, he's kind of like a cross between it all. He's got a little bit of bodybuilding sort of DNA with a lot of the technique too. Um, but you guys obviously have a huge assortment of exercises you do. You don't just do a clean and jerk eight hours a day. You know what I mean? Right. That would be an Olympic lifter who's exactly, you know, drilling exactly. that in. Sure. I mean, it's it, think about cool. you it, see it, the specialties. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a good show. Um, you get to see, you know, the differences and whatnot. But yeah. yeah, you're right. That's that's kind of what CrossFit does. If you think about the gym, you know, people do, who just go to the gym, there's a shit ton of machines in there, right? Yeah. If somebody goes in there and just does everything, mm-hmm. that's kind of what they're doing. They're kind of going across the board, getting you know, there's there's a basketball court usually there's racquetball they get their you know they get their cardio in and whatnot um there's boxes if they want to do box jumps there's free weights for doing free weights there's machines to do more bodybuilding type stuff there's just a lot of things to do um it's just kind of just what crossfit does they just build a program around it and said okay here's and they build a program around a variety of movements and then they, but they try to make them all functional movements that would actually help you in the most ways in life. That's why it's a CrossFitter tends to be kind of like ready for any, any kind of athletic event. Just not the best. They're kind of just good all around for anything that's athletic, but they're not going to be the best. Um, so what we did on Friday, um, was wall balls and rowing for calories, which means, like instead of rowing for distance or rowing for time, the the machine has a way of um, it kind of interprets how many calories you're, how much effort you're putting into the row, uh, and so that's 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 what it's uh, that's what you're trying to get nineteen. Are you doing it like as fast as you can or as hard as you can? It's more about right, more about effort. So if you just row. Like as fast as you can, but not very hard. Like you can just think of like rowing in water, right? Like like the deeper you pull and the more accelerated you you row, the yeah. more resistance there is. That's that basically sense. what you're trying to do is kind of more of an explosive, accelerated movement to get more calories out of the pull or the row. Sure. Um, so that's what, yeah, that's what the exercise was. Uh, it was 15 minutes and as many rounds as possible and one round is 19 wall balls uh, with a 20 pound wall ball um, and that's where you you throw the ball up 10 feet and then catch it go into a squat and then squat it up and throw it up 10 feet and do that 19 times and then you get on the rower for 19 calories and that's one round and you try to get as many of those as in 15 minutes as you can wow yeah, that was that was pretty that intense. That seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. 
uh, we have my, a video of it. You can see it too. It's it's, oh. it's hardcore. Yeah, I, I I posted the video of like high like I I sped it up a lot, so I put the fifteen minutes into like like fifty seconds. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what ended up like it's 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 a it was a workout where you you try to not lose time. That's all. It, that's all it's about. If you if whenever you do any of the movements. Like try not to break them up. If you break up the wall balls, so like you're trying to do 19, right? If you try to break it up into 10 and then you drop the ball and shake it out a little bit, a little bit and then do another nine, you just lost like three wall ball attempts. In over the course of 15 minutes, that's a whole round that you can lose. Mm. You know what I mean? And then the transition from the wall ball to the rower, you lose another five seconds if you just walk. You know, if you just walk to the rower and kind of slowly sit in there and put your feet into the rower you just lost like two or three poles of the row. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like there's, it's one of those, like the, the little, the little pieces add up and that's what ends up getting you in the end. Um, like in my shoulders, it, I got weak shoulders. As I, I weak could, Can't have my weak lats. Lat. <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, I just kept dropping the ball. I don't know if you could tell in the, in the video, but I literally dropped the ball too many times. Um, I mean, I, I still did okay. I did got two twenty one, nice. uh, two hundred twenty one reps. So I got almost to almost six rounds. Um, I got five rounds and and change, um, which is like probably in like 20,000 out of the out of the the global rankings of the hundred thousand people that sign up for the, the that are doing the open. That's probably in the like the twenty thousands range um i don't actually know uh i think the top is 300 and some odd reps like they made it to like nine like 10 rounds yeah but to go back to that video they asked like hey what do you you, how do you train and he's like it's a full-time job these athletes oh yeah like they're full-time crossfitters they do it eight hours a day yeah yeah, the I people mean, who go compete. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I think he was like number seven or something in the world or something, if I recall correctly. And it was like, yeah, I train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I do a half day on Saturday. I take Sunday off, but I do a double day on Tuesday and Thursday. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's like, <laughs> you do the math. It's literally right. a full-time fucking job. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty yeah. intense. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's what I did Friday cool night. Yeah, it was cool to see you and Lainey do it. Yeah, and Lainey, uh, fucking, I did not. Uh, she, she, I think she almost put she put more effort into it than I did. Like she took it to a pain cave. Like I went to, I, I wasn't pain, but the way she went, it's like fuck. The pain cave. The pain cave. Good, yeah, that's what they call it. The pain it's a good cave. Name for a rock okay, band. Because yeah. <laughs> she was floored. Like she, she came off the the rower, and then she ended up laying on the ground. Like she was just flat on the ground. For probably a minute, and I'm like, no, I did, I didn't do that. <laughs> I was, I felt like, I if I'm not on the floor, I guess I just didn't go as hard as she did. Mm. So props yeah. to her, yeah, she she yeah. did, she did good. Nice. Um, so that's Friday, Saturday morning, we went to CrossFit again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're gluttons. Sleep, repeat, CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, that, I'm trying to think sleep, if we did anything. Rave anything special i get the only the only 
thing that we did is a, so our, our, uh, CrossFit gym, um, they do an intramural event for the open every year. And so we're, we're on different teams and there's a challenge that the teams are supposed to like, you get extra points for your team if you complete these challenges. And so, um, this week or this weekend it was, uh, because the name of our gym is double barrel fitness. Um, we had to take a picture in front of a business that started with a D or a B while wearing double barrel apparel. Um, and so that's why Lainey posted one uh, uh, with Big D flooring, and then I posted one uh, from Dirty Birds. And all those new business. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's a little side project, <laughs> right? Yeah, secrets out. Um, so yeah, so that we did that on Saturday. I guess that's the coolest thing we did. Um, but Sunday today, we just stayed home, caught up on shit. Right on. Yeah, I gotta have a day to chill. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Fonzo? Uh well, surprise the kids. We got them up super early to drive to Mount Laguna and take them to the snow. Yeah, first time in the snow, so that was so much fun, man. Cool. I'm thinking about it all week taking them, so they had no idea. They're totally surprised. They just know they had to get up early. They're wearing a lot of clothes, and when we're driving up there. They're seeing snow on the side of the road. Like, oh, they're like, wish we can go to snow well, one day. And Amy's like, well, we'll see, maybe you know. And right when we get up to the top, right before we get to the top of the hill, everyone's pulling over to the side because you got to wear chains here on moving on forward. We didn't have chains, but the part where we parked, there was these two little spots where you can sled down like all day long. And uh, we just stayed there for like three hours and a half. I'm all sunburned from my face. I forget like yeah. a bright white snow sponge. Oh, yeah. It's going to yep. burn your face, man. Um, so, but yeah, the kids, man, they built snowmen. They, they threw snowballs. They got the sled. They got to do everything in just this one little patch. We didn't even have to go all the way to the actual where the lodge was and everything, you know, where everybody else was going, it was super crowded. Um, they had a blast in that one little section. It was amazing. So um, it, it went exactly how I was hoping, and everyone got along, and, and they kept going back and forth to Slade, and it was just so much fun. Man. I, couldn't, I, I couldn't ask for a better day, and everyone was happy. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised that they were happy. They're smiling and having a good time. So then, like, today we just chilled because, you know, it was just a so long day, and, like, we saw it needed to chill, but it worked out really well. So, and it wasn't that far too; it was like an hour and a half. So that made it even easier. That's cool. That it wasn't that far, yeah. And they had to just rain a couple of days before, you know. Um, f- figured they'd get. There's a cool like live shot of the lodge into the street, and you can see. So you can kind of track like how the snow is. Because <laughs> today was a lot warmer than yesterday. I mean, today was like it was like 63 or something, but it just felt really hot for some reason. But mm-hmm. when we went, it was only like. 40 degrees 42 it wasn't so it wasn't too cold yeah. you know, my buddy jeff went like two weeks ago it was like it was 32 so he said he was freezing his ass off we were there i was kind of maybe almost sweating at some point <laughs> the trick to the trick to playing in the snow yeah. for the whole day is to stay dry mm-hmm. you have to wear clothes that doesn't absorb moisture it's no joke like if you go out there playing in the snow in jeans and a sweatshirt, man, you're going to freeze your ass off <laughs> because eventually you're just going to get wet. <laughs> right. So. No, but yeah. So it's lots cool. of fun. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Kids oh, love yeah. fucking snow. Oh, yeah. They fucking loved it. They're touching it. They're freezing their asses off and yeah. eating snow. Like I said, they did everything. So it was, it was, it was awesome. That's great. Yeah. Memories, you know, making memories and I always remember the first day they went there and, 
take lots of pictures. Oh, we did, man. I was, I was, yeah, every sure. time they slid down, video, sure. video, video, video. Oh, we went nuts. Yeah. So. Right on. Um, yeah, that was that. So, so now I guess we're taking um, hiatus until. Yeah. Unless, unless you guys tell us any differently, unless you want us to record some special type of show, maybe a commentary track or anything, you know, or just a BS about all the different types of chickens in the world. <laughs> so, you, got, you got some questions that we want answered? Shoot them up our way. But yeah, um, so MCP we gone for from Saturday to Saturday on a, cruise. Going on a uh, CrossFit tour. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wish they do have a. Um, They're rowing the boat. That's how it gets. <laughs> hey, if they don't row, they ain't moving. Gonna, they just... you, I'm saying that's got to be the biggest. How are you going to get your CrossFit in on a fucking cruise liner? Are you planning on taking a? They have off? they have gyms there. They have a they have. They have oh, okay. So you're going to be. Doing they have weights. Ball. They have an outdoor oh. area. They even have a track that you can run on. So, oh, yeah, well, I mean, they, they got a lot out there. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get something done. Um, yeah, we'll do the, the next open before we leave and then be gone for the week. Do the following one on the way back. And are you going to the Bahamas or Alaska? Or just, just Mexico. Or... Uh, two days in Cabo and then another day in um, Puerto Vallarta. And then we'll oh. be back. Right on. Yeah. I like fun, dude. Gonna have... Yeah, we've never oh, been man. on a cruise yeah, before. Neither yeah, have I. Chris and I, I have, were talking about doing an Alaskan cruise, and I was just like, I don't know, it felt too, felt too rich for my blood. So. Why don't you go to one of those town, town uh, share meetings? There we go. Well, you know, one of the things that we're discovering and we're seeing how true it is, the food's all included. Okay. Like, like all the regular food, all included. Yeah. I'm like, what? So we're gonna get fed? That's all part of it. Like, that's not too bad. Like, it's oh, you only... yeah. They're not the the most expensive way to spend a week. Right. Right. Like, as long as you don't get shit faced every day, and you know, and that's the I thing. Like, we don't want to drink. Like that's that's the other. Oh well, that's one of the things I forgot was last night. We so so the cruises let you take uh, a wine, a bottle of wine, for each person, right? Per person. Right. And so we're like, huh? Well, we don't like wine. Let's let's buy a little a little bottle of wine and let's see if we like it. We don't like it. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Let me see. Let me see how much it takes for me to feel a buzz and get drunk. You got to drink a whole bottle. Right. And so I tried drinking last night, got my buzz on. I was like, okay, that's not too bad. This morning, I'm like, fuck that shit, man. I felt like I felt the hangover even from just that little bit. And I guess it's because I normally don't drink wine, maybe. But I'm like, I don't feel good. I don't want to not feel good on the trip. (laughs) Fuck that, man. So, yeah, yeah, we don't intend to drink at all. No, no money, no, no money spent on, on booze, no money spent on food. So there you go. Yeah. They probably want you to get plastered. You spend a bunch of money on booze and then you end up just sleeping in your cabin the whole time <laughs> and you don't use all the resources that are available to you. <laughs> That's so true. That's such a good That's point. probably what they want. Yeah. So, like a gym. They want you to have a membership, but they don't actually want you to come to the gym, use their equipment, wear it out. Such a good point. Yeah, who doesn't want to just get money but you know, not have to do anything for it? Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, if you're owning a gym, you want memberships, but you don't want people in there. I mean, you want enough people in there to look good to passer buyers. Yeah, that's funny. But, you know, so. Well, you have a safe trip, man, you know. Yeah. Gonna be missing, have fun, come back all nice and tanned. Yeah, hopefully. Busted out, yeah. So hopefully yeah. by uh hopefully by we have sun is yeah, that's that's yeah. all that's what I'm hoping for. Like keep yeah. that keep that uh weird weather pattern away from us. Exactly. No shit. Well, you'll be you'll be close to the coast. It's not like you're going out in the middle of the ocean. You know, you'll probably right. see the coast probably majority of the trip, if not the entire trip. Um, and that alone will probably keep the weather, you know, you probably get that traditional coastal fog, maybe first thing in the morning, that will burn off. Who knows? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. I'll let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I look yeah. forward to the uh, report. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Cool, man. That's going to, I think I conclude episode four, 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 the BBPC. We just randomly ran through all things movies. Yeah, got a couple extras. Got some Academy Award winning uh, winners. <laughs> yeah, we'll have and, to watch some of those movies. I mean, I know yeah. we've seen some of them, like Green Book. Yeah, but like Certainly Black Clansman Black Clansman or something. Never, yeah. We haven't seen that one. I saw Star is Born, so. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. Oh, you well, me, but you, you, you're referring to yourself, so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's going to do it. You guys got anything else? Got nothing. Yeah, good job, everybody. Uh, it's a close one. 12, 13, and 14 points. Mm-hmm. Oh, and zero. I forgot to mention. Zero points for <laughs> the other contestants. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, like I said, we just randomly ran for things, all things movies. I mean, your boy Fonzie, we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP, bad boys for life.